0: Well, Mr Navalny's wife, Yulia, has publicly accused Putin of ordering the murder of her late husband and said investigators were holding on to his body in order to cover up a political assassination. Some of his closest allies, who are also being held in prison, are only now learning of the news. One of them is Ilya Yashin, jailed for eight years for publishing reports about the war crimes in Bucha. In his letter, he said he felt a black emptiness and, of course, I understand my own risks. I am behind bars, he wrote. My life is in Putin's hands and it is in danger. But what of the man whose story we followed so closely on this programme, the Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich. This was day 328 of his detention. Today he lost a further appeal, which means he will remain in the notorious Lefortefeu prison until at least March 30th. That is a full year without trial. We can go live to Bill Browder, who is the head of the Global Magnitsky Justice Campaign. The financier used to invest in Russia, but when his lawyer died in prison, uh, he, of course, began his campaign on anti-corruption. Bill, it's always good to have you on the programme. Maybe we could just step back one and just talk very quickly about this Russian pilot who had uh, defected to Ukraine, was taken under an assumed identity to Spain uh, was hiding out, called his ex-fiancee, asked her to join him, and then is shot dead. Um, the, 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 the fingerprints that are on that are all too familiar.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think we have to um, be so creative to uh, guess where that came from. And you should understand that that Putin uh, views traitors as the worst kind of people. That That's on on his hierarchy of hatred, the people who who betray him or betray his country are the ones he really likes to go after, and so um, uh, and and it, for him it's very important to go after them to send a message to everybody else in the country that if you betray Putin, if you betray the military, then you're going to find yourself shot dead in in wherever foreign country you end up residing, and so and that's a pretty clear clear thing. Now, Now, from our perspective in the West, the fact that Putin is sending his hit squads to Spain um, is a pretty ominous thought. I mean, of course, we've seen this before with uh, uh, Litvinenko and Skripal, but um, I suspect we're going to see a lot more of this going forward.
0: In, in some respects, we're, we're back to the the bad old days of the Cold War then, where assassinations are happening on a regular basis.
1: Well I don't think that assassinations happen all that regularly d- during the Cold War. This is This is a different type of war this is what i would call a a mafia war this is you know the uh putin putin is not like stalin or hitler he's like pablo escobar with all the powers of a sovereign state and he's going around doing hits against his business enemies people his political enemies and and anyone who uh exposes his crimes and he does it on a regular basis and and it's, uh, I would say, it's much worse than the Cold War. The Cold War was predictable. This is not. The Cold War, there were sort of rules. There's no, no rules here.
0: Yeah, and no rules in court. Evan denied um, a trial, denied any
1: bail today at this appeal hearing. I, not entirely surprising. No, of course not. I mean, so, uh, you know, forget about what they say in court, that the courts are not, these are not independent. This is not an independent judiciary. <clears throat> the courts are taking instructions from Putin there's a reason why Evan Gershkovich should be in in jail in the first place he's not a spy he didn't do anything wrong he was clearly and and certainly arrested in order to gain leverage uh, as a bargaining chip as a trading chip so that the Russians um could get uh some somebody they want from from the West Mm -hmm. he's not there for any any criminal activities. Mm. I mean, any stay
0: in La prison is is not a a walk in the park. Let's not not downplay that. But but you see from these pictures, he he looks in better health than Alexei Navalny looked, and there's a reason for that. He is a high-value prisoner. Um, There's been a development since um, we last spoke about him. Putin has been hinting in this interview with... um, uh, Tucker Carlson that that he wants a swap, and the man he wants is the Russian hitman Vadim Krasikov, who who killed a Chechen um, former Chechen dissident in Germany. That's not a straightforward swap, though, is it? That
1: that, that is pro- more problematic for the Americans, surely. Well, first of all, the, the fact that Krasikov sits in Germany, not in America, means that that, that um, uh, the, the Americans have to convince the Germans to to do that swap. Um, I, I think that. Uh, uh, it's it's a problematic swap in a lot of different ways. But um, Putin, interestingly, um, has been really going on and on about this Krasikov. It's not clear why he, he loves Krasikov so much, uh, but he really wants him back, mm. seems to be desperate to have him back, and he's mentioned it on a num- number of occasions. So uh, that tells you something about the value of Krasikov. Just one uh, element I want to get your
0: thoughts on. I mean, the most effective response to all this kind of behaviour is to seems to me is to is to redouble our support for Ukraine. Do you? There's a there's a big debate now now mounting. I think the Estonian Prime Minister talked about it the other day, and that is confiscating the frozen Russian assets here, um, around 26 billion pounds in London alone.
1: How how united is the international community on that aspect? Well, this is something that I've been working on um, for for the last two years. It seems kind of obvious to me that that, there, that there's 300 billion dollars worth of central bank reserves um, that belongs to russia should be transferred to ukraine um and i mean it's kind of a no-brainer you, you have a situation where putin has um caused all this damage and we have custody of his money and we can grab it and we should and and um when i first started talking about it two years ago um, people were sort of laughing me out of the room it, it, it was like it's never been done before we couldn't do this how can you even suggest it um, but as time has gone on, and, and as the war has gone on, and as the damage has been increasing in Ukraine, uh, the conversations have become much warmer. And um, uh, you know, the, the uh, foreign secretary, Lord Cameron, um, has been now publicly advocating for this in various international conferences. Um, as you mentioned, the Estonian uh, Prime Minister, um, uh, the, there's a piece of legislation going through the uh, U.S. Senate called the Repo Act, which yeah. would be which would do this. And in in Canada, you've got a piece of legislation which has already been passed called the uh, Frozen Assets Repurposing Act. So this is all starting to come together.
0: We're up against the break, Bill. I wish we could talk more about it, but thank you for coming on the programme this evening. Always good to get your thoughts. Thank you.